Hello everybody and welcome back to Eyes on the Mize. My name is John and Ian is still out in the field in army training. So you just got me this week for another Exalted episode. Uh, this week we're going to talk a little bit about uh, GP Vegas and how it went down. Uh, we're going to also talk a little bit about something Ian wanted to bring up. As well, we're going to talk about a little bit of the uh, Hour of Devastation previews that we've seen alongside some small talk about the Masterpieces Chosen. So first up, GB Vegas happened this past weekend, and it was a bevy of content creators and players looking to play Magic at the highest level. Uh, the Legacy Limited and Modern GPs went off mostly without a hitch with some choice feature matches, which, by the way, if you haven't seen the round one of Modern yet, go find that on the Magic YouTube channel because it is a fantastic little uh, view into what Magic can be for more than just, you know, your usual people, your regular people. Now, over the course of the event, there were some Hour of Devastation preview cards, including Nicol Bolas, God Pharaoh, uh, who is a very powerful Planeswalker, and I expect him to see a little bit of play here and there in Standard. Uh, now, what does Nicol Bolas do? Well, he is a 7-mana Planeswalker. Uh, he is 4 black, red, and blue for a... looking it up right now... Do, 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 that's the wrong set... Um, looking through all of the various uh, uh, card galleries to find the appropriate... What's it not, it's not on there? Son of a... Anyways, let's see if we can... There we go. Nicobol's God Pharaoh. Uh, seven loyalty planeswalker at seven mana. He has four abilities. Uh, plus two target player... Target opponent exiles cards on top of their library until they reveal a non-land card. Until end of turn, you may cast that spell without paying his mana card. Uh, plus one, each opponent exiles two cards from his or her hand. Minus four is Nicobolus deals seven damage to target creature, to target opponent or creature and opponent controls. And minus 12 as the ultimate is exile all non-land permanent to your opponent's control. So that ultimate is definitely just going to end the games on the spot, considering that you'll have all your all your permanents and your opponents will have none. The plus two is kind of Marvel-esque, and since Marvel was banned, that's definitely going to be uh, beneficial for Nicobolus. Uh, his other plus, his plus one is really good as kind of a mind rot effect. And minus four is relevant for Dark Intimations, because if you have a Dark Intimations in your graveyard, you can spend two turns in a row to deal 14 to your opponent. So Nicobolus is definitely a card that I expect to see a little bit of play here and there. Uh, over the course of this week and the end of last week, we also saw a bunch of other really powerful cards, including uh, two of the three Grixis colored gods, the Scorpion God and the Locust God, not having any names. Instead of having Indestructible, they have a clause that says when they die, return it to your hand at the beginning of the end step. They all have an activated ability that helps their static ability. For the Locust God, whenever you draw a card, you create a 1-1 one, one blue, red, blue and red insect creature token with flying and haste. And you can pay 4 mana, 2 blue and a red to draw a card, then discard a card. Whereas the Scorpion God says whenever a creature with a minus 1, minus 1 counter on it dies, draw a card. And for 1 black red, you can put a minus 1, minus 1 counter on another creature. The Locust God is a 6-mana 4-4, four, four, while the Scorpion God is a 5-mana 6-5. Also previewed, we have Sumut the Tested as one of the more underwhelming Planeswalkers that we have seen printed. However, she's not without her tricks. Her ultimate, which says search your library for up to two creature and or Planeswalker cards and put them onto the battlefield and shelf your library, is a super-powered Tooth and Nail. So you can get your Kiki-Jiki Pestermite, or if you have doubling season, you can go ahead and go infinite by getting the various Tameos, to get both of their emblems and make it so that you can cast just your entire library. A few of the other high power cards or high high visibility cards, we have the Angel of Condemnation, which is a 4-mana 3-3 Vigilance Flyer at rare. Uh, and you can pay 2 and a white and tap it to, to exile another target creature and then return it to the battlefield. 
or you can pay two and a white and tap it and exert it to exile another target creature until it leaves the battlefield. Uh, so the first ability will blink a creature, whereas the second ability will O-ring it for Angel of Condemnation. Well, I guess ban or I guess Journey to Nowhere since it is creatures only. I'm not sure if this will see standard play because it does seem very slow and very clunky, but it does seem incredibly powerful uh, for limited. Another card that we saw previewed is Neheb the Eternal, finishing up what we saw Neheb the Worthy from Amonkhet. Neheb has beefed up and lost a color. He is now 3 red red for a 4-6 legendary zombie minotaur warrior with afflict 3. Uh, afflict being a mechanic where you have a number where whenever this creature becomes blocked, the defending player loses that much life. So in this case, if Neheb ever becomes blocked, the opponent loses 3 life. But at the beginning of your post-combat main phase, you add red mana to your mana pool for each one life your opponents have lost this turn. So that can definitely be a very powerful effect in the right deck because either Neheb's either making three mana or four mana on his own and then that doesn't and then you know we can see where that goes from there uh next up we have a cycle of uncommon on color hate cards which kind of showed nicol bolas defeating each member of the gatewatch similarly kind of using their own magic uh they all deal with cards of their own color so they can be helpful sideboard cards in certain matchups like gideon's defeat which exiles a target white creature that's attacking or blocking. Jace's Defeat, which is literal gainsay, target counter-target counter blue spell. Liliana's Defeat, which destroys a black creature or planeswalker. And Chandra's Defeat, which, is, which deals 5 damage to a red creature or red planeswalker. And then Nissa's Defeat destroys a, tar destroys a forest, green enchantment, or green planeswalker. And then if the permanent that you dealt with uh, was a Gideon, Jace, Liliana, Chandra, or Nyssa, there is a little bit of a bonus on top of that, as well as some really nice flavor text on them from Nicol Bolas himself. Many other cards that we have seen so far previewed, such as Hour of Revelation, which is a planar, which is a planar cleansing, which can cost three less if there's 10 or more creatures on the battle, or 10 or more permanents, non-land permanents on the battlefield. Uh, a cycle of last cards set, um, flavored after each god, like Oketra's Last Mercy, which is one white-white for a sorcery that says... Uh, your starting li your life total becomes equal to your starting life total, and lands you control don't untap during your next untap step. And Bantu's Last Reckoning, which is one black black sorcery for destroy all creatures, and your lands do not untap. Uh, another theme in Amonkhet or in Hour of Devastation is more Deserts Matter cards, uh, kind of seen in Sand Strangler, three and a red for a three three uncommon beast that when it enters the battlefield, if you control a, be a desert or there's a desert in your graveyard, you can have it deal three damage to target creature. And as we mentioned earlier with the Angel of Condemnation, they are now using Exert as a cost to help you kind of do some fiddly things with your creatures. Looking at Oasis Ritualist, 3 and a green for a 2-4 Naga Druid that you can tap to add 1 mana of any color to your mana pool, and then you can tap and exert it to instead add 2 mana of any one color to your mana pool. Uh, cycling has come back as well. Um, we haven't seen any of the big name cycling cards yet, but Angel of the God Pharaoh is a 6 mana 4-4 four, four flyer with cycling for 2, which is you know, nifty. We see a pyramid, the Sunset Pyramid, with brick counters on it. But instead of building up, you're now taking them off uh, to en enable to do different effects. Uh, instead of Embalm, we now have Eternalize, which is like Embalm, except you exile it and it's a black 4-4 zombie in addition to its other types. So that's a nifty little uh, change on it. We also have some rare enemy-colored uh, aftermath cards such as Grind to Dust and Driven to Despair. Uh, Crook of Condemnation has been getting a lot of uh, chatter because it is a good graveyard hate card. There's also Scavenger Grounds, which is also kind of a graveyard nuking spell. 
Uh, and then kind of the card that has gotten everybody talking is the Enchantment Solemnity. Two and a white for a rare enchantment that says players can't get counters, such as energy, and counters can be put on artifacts, creatures, enchantments, or lands. So what does Solemnity do? Well, it kind of shuts off uh, energy energy decks, and it also can make it so that the uh, Winding Constrictor or maybe Hapatra decks don't necessarily function as well as they might want to. Um, and that basically does it a lot for these Hour of Devastation spoilers. There's a few others that you can find on the Mothership, and I'll put a link to the uh, card art gallery in the description below. Uh, we also got all of the invocations, say, or say for a few. And uh, the invocations this time are pretty sweet. Remember that we're this is the last set we're going to get invocations in for some time. Uh, but we have uh, all-stars such as Blood Moon, Boil, Damnation, uh, Sunder, Through the Breach, Doomsday, Armageddon, Thoughtseize. And the three masterpieces that are from, um, or from our devastation are the Scorpion God, the Locust God, and... The Scarab God, which we have not seen the card yet for, but we do know is a mythic that is blue and black. Uh, moving on from those, there's something that Ian wanted to touch on real fast, which was that with our devastation just around the corner, he noticed that there weren't a lot of people talking about being sick of Amonkhet Limited while our devastation is on the horizon. Now, there is Vintage Cube right now on Magic Online, which I just finished a draft of, and it is good as advertised. Uh, but yeah, it seems that a lot of people have been satisfied with Amonkhet Limited. It maybe hasn't been uh, to the you know satisfaction of some other limited formats, especially considering how quick this format ended up being. But everybody being pretty satisfied with this format is good. Amonkhet is a good limited format. It has a lot of play in, in it, and there isn't you know just one strategy that just seems overwhelmingly powerful. You do need to be aware of the aggressive decks in the format and be have an answer for several of the exert creatures, but overall satisfaction with Amonkhet does seem to be very, very high. Now, that's going to do it pretty much for here. There's another preview card coming up in 25 minutes local time uh, because it is uh, June 21st um, because Wedge's preview is about to go live, but... In any case, I will let you all go and experience the previews for yourselves. And by the way, if you guys have a preview card you want us to talk about, just let us know. If you want to find Ian on Twitter, you can find him on Twitter at DixonIJ. He's also on Twitch at DixDix. Uh, again, he is out in the field, so he's uh, busy with Army stuff. If you want to find me on Twitter, you can find me at JWiley129. That is J-W-I-L-E-Y-129. I'm also on Twitch by the same handle. Uh, don't, if you see me in a chat room, don't hesitate to say hi. If you want to reach the podcast directly, you can do so on Twitter at EyesOnTheMize, or you can send us a more personal question at our email at EyesOnTheMize at gmail.com. Remember, we love to hear your feedback of how we can best improve the show for you all, our listeners. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll talk to you all next time. Mm-hmm.